Welcome to this special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. Today's program is brought to you by Raccoon Valley Bank, Chewy's Auto Service, Dallas County Hospital, Hy-Vee, Perry Lutheran Home, Great Western Bank, Spring Valley Assisted Living, Affordable Quality Roofing and Exteriors, Walter Aviation, and Graphics to You. This segment of our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth is brought to you by Raccoon Valley Bank and Chewy's Auto Service. Welcome to our special edition Health and Wealth in-depth program on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. We are speaking with Andrew Brommer, the financial advisor with Edward Jones and Perry, about saving for college. Andrew, first of all, thank you for joining us on this program. Of course. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So we are talking about college planning, in particular the 529 plans that people can start with their children. First of all, talk about the 529 plans and how Edward Jones in particular deals with those. Yeah, so 529 plans are a great way to save for college. Uh, One of many ways that Edward Jones uh, helps individual clients by first understanding what's most important to them and if saving for college for their children or grandchildren is most important to them, then we help them achieve that goal. All right, for sure. Now, what's kind of your qualifications for helping people with their 529 plans? Well, just to give you a little bit of a background on me, I I grew up in Minneapolis, a suburb called Rosemont. Uh, Then I went to the University of Iowa where I graduated from there and uh, actually played basketball there as well. After college, I worked at a smaller boutique firm out in West Des Moines where I Gained a lot of knowledge there, but was looking for a little bit more and ended up transitioning over to Principal Financial Group, where I worked on the institutional side of things and gained a lot of experience there. But I missed working with individual clients, and so I wanted to be an advisor again and help people achieve their financial goals. And so when an opportunity came up in Perry here, I uh, seized that opportunity and been getting to know a lot of people here in the community. I've been uh, very fortunate to do so. And so... With that, I, I'm here to stay, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, helping people, whether that's uh, saving for college for grandkids or children, things like that. So, For sure. Now, talk about the best ways that people can save for college. We talked about the 529 plan, but what are all the ways that people can and should be saving for their children's college? So there are a couple of options. You know, you can just set up a, a regular savings account. You can do a Coverdale plan, but... That has uh, contribution limits of of $2,000, so that has kind of been an avenue where people are shying away from just because looking at the um, rising cost of education for a a four-year college, you know, in-state is around $21,000 per year now, and if you're looking at uh, private college, that's about uh, $40,000 to to $50,000 per year, so that's, uh, you know, that that $2,000 contribution limit for a Coverdale plan just isn't keeping up with that. And so people are looking to 529 plans, which not a lot of people know about. So I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this here today to get the word out about how to save for college. All right. So talk about the 529 plan then in particular about what that involves and how people can use it. So like I said, you, you can have a, a little bit higher of a, a contribution limit. You can do about up to $15,000 per year into that plan there are potential tax advantages to using that plan. The earnings and the, the money that you put inside of that plan, uh, it grows uh, federally tax deferred. And then as long as you use that 
money that grows for uh, educational purposes for the beneficiary, it comes out of that plan tax-free. All right. So what are some typical mistakes that people make when they're trying to save for their children's education? You know, if that is what's most important to them, I would say waiting. The waiting is the the biggest thing because if you're looking at the time value of money and how money grows over time, the sooner that you start planning, uh, the better off your children or grandchildren are going to be. So I would encourage uh, anybody that uh, is looking to save for college for their their children or grandchildren to come in and stop by and and just have a conversation with me. I'm on Second Street here in Perry, so I, I would welcome that conversation. Okay, kind of in that same vein, when is a good time that, that you should start saving for college? Well, you know, if that again, if that's uh, important to them, and you know, you, your kid is born, I would start doing that at that time because they they're alive and they can then become a beneficiary of that 529 plan and and start that planning as soon as possible because like I said the rising cost of education is growing and growing and growing. We will be right back with more of our program on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. This segment of our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth is brought to you by Dallas County Hospital and Hy-Vee. This segment of our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth is brought to you by Perry Lutheran Home and Great Western Bank. Welcome back to our special edition Health and Wealth in-depth program. We are continuing our conversation with our guest, Andrew Brommer, on saving for college. What about if you have multiple children? Is there... Should you start saving for the other one sooner than the, than the first one or vice versa? Or how do you usually handle multiple children families? That's a great question. And I would say setting up plan for each of those individuals. Now, I, I have some, some clients that ask me, what if my kid doesn't go to college? What happens then? Well, the 529 plans, they're able to, um, you can switch beneficiaries. So the, the way that the ownership works, the grandmother, grandfather, or mother or father are going to be the owner of this plan. But then the grandchild or child is the beneficiary. And if that beneficiary ends up not going to college, they can then move or change that beneficiary as long as that beneficiary is a relative of the original beneficiary. So for example, if you have a grandmother that is has a beneficiary of their grandson, he doesn't go to college, well, maybe it's a cousin that she can move that over and change that beneficiary to, and then that cousin can go to, to college. For sure. Now, kind of in that, in that same vein, let's say you only have one child and you have this set up, they decide that they don't want to go to college, they don't need to go to college. Can that money be used for something else, or is it just permanently earmarked for education? So you can take the money out of this 529 plan if the kid isn't going to college, but you will incur whatever the gains in the account are. You're going to have to pay taxes on that, and then there's also a 10% penalty too. So this is really going to be geared towards educational purposes and which is why you get tax advantages in order to do so but i would say that you know if that son or daughter doesn't end up going to college uh, and time passes and then they have a kid you can then switch the beneficiary to that original beneficiary's child then and so you can, can 
uh, move it down to that as well. So just keep rolling it down. Exactly. All right. Now, let's say that the child does decide that they're going to go to a two or four year university. What's the process for getting that money and using it? It would be working with either the, the financial advisor that you're working with in, in order to take a distribution, uh, working with the the plan itself to take money out, and, and, and then you're just working with your tax professional to say that this money was taken out of this plan and it's used for um, the educational purposes. All right. Now, I don't want you to lose any business with this question, but uh, is this something, saving for college, setting up plans like this, is this something that people can do on their own, or do they need kind of a financial advisor to take them through it? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Yeah, you can go plan direct with different state plans, um, but then you can also work with an advisor as well. And a lot of times there's not a, a cost difference in order to work with an advisor versus going plan direct. So um, I would encourage uh, people to find somebody that they trust uh, in order to get advice from and go from there. All right. Now, you already mentioned a couple times the rising costs of tuition in Iowa and across the country, really. I remember when I went to college 15 years ago, it was $30,000 to go to my initial school, and now that same school is around $60,000. So yep. tuition is definitely rising very rapidly. So how much should parents realistically save for their child's education? You know... It... That's a great question, and it's kind of a moving target because you know inflation of colleges is is rising higher than the normal cost of inflation of goods and services. Inflation is the the rising cost of goods and services, and, and college is is rising at a higher rate than than anything else. And and so I would say getting with a financial advisor and figuring out how much you want to allocate relative to how much you're saving for retirement because. I'm guessing that saving for college isn't your only financial goal. You know, it's someday not working, retiring, you know, maybe traveling in retirement, things like that are, are important to you as well. And so figuring out what the best balance for you is, is going to be the most important thing. We will be right back with more of our program on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. This segment of our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth is brought to you by Spring Valley Assisted Living and Affordable Quality Roofing and Exteriors. This segment of our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth is brought to you by Walter Aviation and Graphics to You. Welcome back to our special edition Health and Wealth in-depth program. We are finishing up our conversation with our guest, Andrew Brummer. All right, so let's put a just put a number on it. Let's say you're saving for fifty thousand dollars a year in tuition, you know, over a four year period at a college. How much would that require you to save per year into one of your child's accounts? Well, it really honestly depends on the rates of returns inside of the plans, and so that's we can't guarantee what those returns are going to be or what those returns are going to be like, and so. I would say oversave uh, rather than undersave and go from there. All right. When you are saving for college, should you take financial aid into account when you're figuring out how much you're going to save? That is a great question. So the 529 plans, because the owner is the father or mother, that would be going into account of the, the financial aid. They, they would look at that as an asset that you have in order to go through financial aid. So then again, you know, you're, you're looking at hopefully paying for college with this in, in its entirety. So 
it's better to to uh, plan ahead than to um, wait until the last minute to try and uh, figure out how to pay for college. For sure. So you're saying that this is kind of in place of any financial aid. It's assumed that you might not necessarily need financial aid if you have one of these accounts set up. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. Good to know. Now, we've talked a, lo- a great deal about college savings and savings for your child's college education, but uh, you were just mentioning that the 529 plans and, and college savings in general aren't just limited to that. They can also be used for private education, correct? Yeah, that is that is correct. There's a new rule in, in 2018 that you can use uh, 529 plan dollars for educational purposes through K through 12. So if you are doing elementary, private schools, something like that, uh, you can use the funds for that as well. And that uh, would be a great thing to do. Can you have an account for your K-12 education in addition to your college savings, or is that kind of a combined account? It would be a combined account. So you, it, it, it's the 529 plan set up for any beneficiary would be flexible in that they could use those dollars for um, education K through 12 or in college as well. All right. So can you just take that out as you need it? Or is there going to be any penalties when setting it up like that? And do you have to set it up as a potential K through finishing college account? Nope. The the way that uh, the 529 plan works, it just it's a new ruling in, here in 2018 that you can use those funds for K through 12 now private schools and, and, and whatnot. So you would just be working with your uh, tax professional and advisor or, or plan to say that this distribution is for uh, educational purposes for my sixth grader at, at the private school. And so there wouldn't be uh, a difference that way. All right. Well, Andrew Brummer with Edward Jones in Perry, anything else that you would like to mention to our listeners today about college saving? You know, I, I would say that if that is important to you and for your children uh, to save for college, I would say stop in and, and see me and let, let's have a conversation. I would uh, I would welcome that, and I, I look forward to talking to anybody that wants to save for their, their children. All right. Well, thank you so much for all the information and for joining us on our program. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And that's a look at saving for college with our guest, Andrew Brommer, the financial advisor with Edward Jones and Perry on the special edition health and wealth in-depth program on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. This segment of our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth is brought to you by Raccoon Valley Bank and Chewy's Auto Service. Thank you for tuning into our special edition in-depth news magazine called Health and Wealth on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. Today's program has been brought to you by Raccoon Valley Bank, Chewy's Auto Service, Dallas County Hospital, High V, Perry Lutheran Home, Great Western Bank, Spring Valley Assisted Living, Affordable Quality Roofing and Exteriors, Walter Aviation, and Graphics to You.